Welcome back to Making Conversations Count, Reasons to be Cheerful, Part 2. Now it's my birthday week and it's a big zero on the end of the numbers. So to celebrate, we have a very special episode for you to join in because we're making conversations about laughter count. Or if you're not posh like me, it's laughter. Let's go. What's new, Wendy Wu? Well, thank you so much for listening. You've got us back into the Apple Podcast charts again in the UK and in Romania. If you're listening from Romania, do drop us a line. Say hi. Love to give you a shout out. What's been your favourite show so far? I'd love to learn more. Oh, and you need to listen all the way to the end because there's a special prize up for grabs for you lucky listeners. It's our birthday gift to you. Anyhow, let's get back to this laughter business. This show comes with a disclaimer. I want every listener to reach for a handkerchief right now. You may also need something a little bit stronger because this episode is guaranteed to make you cry. And when I say cry, you are going to be streaming down your face and you might even pop out a little bit of wee because you're going to be entertained today. This is my birthday edition and I can't think of a better person to share it with than Pete Can, the laughter man. <laughs> if I had a whistle, I'd blow it. I've got, what have I got? I've got this. I've got this. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, Pete. Well, thanks for having me, Wendy. Thank you. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. I am something with a naught. You can make it up as you go along. I'm going to keep it on 30, for the duration. Exactly. It's better than my hair. Pete, conversation counts. What's the best line you've got to get us all laughing straight away? The best way to get everyone laughing is probably just to do a quick demo, I suppose, at the beginning, isn't it? So what we're going to do, we're just going to take a nice deep breath in and we're just going to let out a long sigh. So take a deep okay. breath in. And Neil's got to join in. The producer's here. He's got to join in because I am not yep. doing this on my own. It was messy last time. <laughs> <laughs> so come on, Neil. Okay. So okay. Take, a deep, take a deep breath in. We're just going to let out a long sigh. <sighs> okay, now we're going to take a deep breath in and we're going to let out a long ha. So deep breath in. And ha. Ah, ah, okay. Like you mean so it, Neil. Take... <laughs> 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 so now we're going to take a deep breath in. We're going to hold it for five seconds and we're going to laugh for 10 seconds like we haven't laughed all day. So take a deep breath in. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. And. <laughs> <laughs> Issues yet? <laughs> oh, amazing, amazing. <laughs> How 
on earth did you get into laughter yoga, Pete? It's it's like the weirdest thing on the planet. Yeah, so I I was at a festival called WOMAD in twenty sixteen. Yeah, twenty sixteen. I had to think about when it was then, and I was walking through the arboretum and I heard laughter, and I thought to myself, "There's a comedian on stage." So I walked around the corner, the arboretum, and I was greeted by a hundred people just lying on the floor laughing for no reason at all. And I was just like, what is going on? I know I'm at a festival, but this is crazy. And there was a sign saying laughter yoga daily at uh, 11.30. So I thought, do you know what? I'm going to go and try this tomorrow. So I saw Chloe, my wife, and the kids, and I said, look, I'm going to go and do laughter yoga tomorrow. Do you want to join me? And they're like, no. Go and do it yourself. Go, go and enjoy yourself. So, so anyway, I went yeah, to the session. Yeah, you sound like a madman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went to the session and the lying down bit was the end of the session. So we did lots of laughing and breathing exercises. And and the fact is your body doesn't know the difference between fake laughter and real laughter. So we started doing all these fake laughing exercises. Then this real laughter started coming on. And then when we all lay down at the end, you just cannot stop laughing. And I was lying there and I was creased up and for probably about 10 minutes, just continuously laughing and then steve who was running it at the time basically said right everyone just calm down a little bit and just let out any last giggles and this lady next to me just went (laughs) like that and i was just like boom straight off again i was laughing (laughs) at the end of a laughter yoga session you do a meditation so we did this meditation and sort of grounded us and i sat back up and i felt really high wendy i felt really wide awake really just energized and i remember going back and seeing chloe at the kids field which was just around the corner and like my eyes were like saucers i was just like really wired and she's like what are you on and i was like this is laughter and i knew from then that i had to do more of this because I knew how it made me feel at that moment of time and so in 2017 I dived in and I did all four days of the laughter yoga and just yeah just got onto this magical ride that I'm on at the moment. How do you start a conversation with customers so when you want to be helping people obviously you're going to do this for free and naturally because I can just tell you that kind of guy that would go around and go oh just have a little giggle with me you know (laughs) come on join in but it's in all seriousness, this is your job. You do this mm-hmm. for real. So how do you strike up the conversation with people and go, I think you need a bit of laughter in your life? Well, the first time whenever I speak to anyone, I always start with a chuckle anytime. It's just that's just, I suppose, on brand. I just start just going. <laughs> I always ask sort of how they find their dynamics in the team. You know, how are their team meetings? How do they find the energy levels? Because actually, you know, especially at the moment where everything's quite remote and a bit, bit disjointed. I sort of say, look, you know, by bringing me into your team meeting, you know, you'll bring some energy into the room. You'll bring the creative minds. You'll also connect people. So it's very much, you know, offering that as a service and and just bringing some, like I say, some energizing their team meetings. I guess it, it leaves people in a positive place. Yes, completely. How can you not feel good after laughing for 30 minutes solidly? Just a few chuckles with you is is good enough, I'm sure. You know, um, <laughs> a testament to that. What are the byproducts then, Pete? Because, you know, this has got to be a conversation starter as well. Because whilst you want to feel positive and leave people positive, people are obviously going to reflect on why they don't feel like that in the first place. 
and be able to sort of pinpoint and identify some of those things. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's it's just a case of trying to explain what the benefits are of laughter for a start. You know, the fact that it's a release of endorphins, which are our happy hormones. So it automatically makes us feel good about ourselves. But we also get the spike of serotonin, dopamine, which are also good positive chemicals, which also reduces stress and anxiety. So, you know, there's obviously a lot of that kicking around at the moment with just everything that's going on in the world. It's just like, well, actually by having a laughter session, you can actually zone out for 10, 15 minutes where you're actually just conscious. Well, you're not conscious of anything apart from being in the present. So it's just trying to explain that to people and just saying that there's, you know, it's not just about having a laugh. It's actually, there are some scientifically proven facts that make this a good thing for you to do. What would you recommend as a taster session for people? You know, if they've got remote teams at the moment, what kind of session could they expect? It's a 30-minute interactive session. So literally, I will come to their Zoom room and I or Teams or whatever platform they want to do it in, you know, a little introduction into laughter, all the benefits. And then we do like a 15-minute practical laughing, breathing session. So it's interesting because some people are just sat there just going, I don't want to laugh. But actually, the way that I've got my set list set out is it's just gentle and gentle. And then before they know it, the last couple of exercises, they're laughing for two minutes solidly without even – and they're just looking at their friends and colleagues just doing all that. I keep moving my hands like this, but I'm not. I'm not going to be on video. But there's lots of movement in the arms, looking like children. You know, just being childlike. And then I go into like a five to ten minute grounding meditation at the end. So at the end of my sessions, I always ask people to close their eyes and sort of go through the meditation with me. And I always get everyone to rub their hands, put their hands on the end uh, over their eyes at the end, and come back with a big smile. And I'm always greeted with people just sat there blissed out, smiling at the camera. And <laughs> I just know that it's been good for them. I kind of want to spread this message as far and wide as I possibly can because I know certainly that laughter is infectious, isn't it? Mm -hmm. If somebody's laughing, you can't help but join in. I will see people laughing and there's a curiosity attached to it, isn't there? It's kind of like if you're not involved in the joke or whatever it was that started the laughter, you're kind of like, hang on a minute, what are they, you know, you want to find out what it's about, don't you? You know? Definitely. It's been proven that, like I say, it's contagious, infectious because, yeah, there's videos out there where people have gone, you know, there's another laughter yogi. I know you might have seen the video, he's sat on or still on the tree and he's just looking at his mobile phone just laughing to himself and by the end of it the whole carriage are laughing with him and it's just like because of that infectiousness of someone like watching the joy in somebody laughing and you know just being open to just not having to worry about anything around them you know it's it's the same as like with children like you know this is a fact that which which blows my mind every time I say it is that children laugh two to three hundred times a day, like every day. And like as adults, we're lucky maybe to laugh ten or fifteen times a day. And it's just like, well, at what point did we stop laughing and being childlike? And if you think about when we're, we're around small children, when they get into that childlike, that you automatically you just you start melting in the, in the middle, and you just just everything sort of disappears and you just start giggling and you're like well why are we giggling we don't know but that's the fun (laughs) part about it isn't it yeah yeah that is the part of it isn't it is why do we stop and how can we amplify it again it's tapping into those things that give us that freedom to i suppose drop boundaries drop our guard yeah definitely i think sorry my candles are waggling i'm trying to work out how old you are by your candles what is it eight uh Seven. Seven. Oh, seven. Well done. 
<laughs> and I'm going to laugh about 300 times this week because it's my birthday week. <laughs> What's next for the laughter man? I'm big into visualization, into goal setting and just visualizing my future. So the big vision is to be on stage in front of 2000 people in San Francisco with my wife, lovely wife sat in the audience. And but just one thing like, because if I'm sat there looking at Chloe, I can certainly just go, look, I said this was going to happen. And the fact is like with 2000 people on stage, I can't just go to San Francisco and do 2000. I need to build that up and start building my, you know, my audience online and in person as well. So I suppose on stage in events, I'm the person that comes, you know, the energizer, you know, that post lunch slump where you're at these events and we've all been there where you just, you've just had a little bit too much lunch and you just sat there just, and that person's coming on on the graveyard shift and they're trying to be educational or motivational or whatever they are. But half the time, you just sat there just trying to keep your eyes open. But actually, you get me come onto stage, right? Right, everyone stand up, take some deep <laughs> breath in and just get everyone laughing and get everyone moving. There's definitely a space for me in that market. So um, I think yeah. that that slot needs to be accompanied with indigestion tablets that are branded up <laughs> the laughter man. And, that, and do you know what? I don't think there'll be anybody that will be able to complain. No, exactly. Exactly. You can be like gig- giggle pills. Giggle pills, yeah. <laughs> you know, laughter, it is exercise in its own right, isn't it? So if yeah. you don't want to go to the gym, just do laughter. Definitely. It's a cardio workout. They, again, it's another scientifically proven that 10 minutes of laughter is like 15 minutes on the row machine because of all the cardiovascular movement that's going in the lungs and the blood and stuff. It's like, well, actually, you know, I can just see everybody rushing to cancel their gym membership now. Because yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a lot of people that would rather give up the rowing machine and laugh more. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. I used to do laughter sessions at my gym, actually, and it was quite interesting. People would turn up, and then one of the exercises was row laughter. So, so you get, basically you get your rowing oars like this, Wendy, and, and come on, Neil, and you. So we're going to get our oars like that, and we'd go. <laughs> <laughs> I look like I'm riding and a if horse. You're on, are you on a wheelie chair as well, Wendy? Are, you on, are your chairs on wheels? Yeah. Your chair on wheels? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's it. I'm on the bumper cars now. (laughs) Well, do you know what? I think that dirty laugh's come out today, Pete. You've um, high five for that. High five. I ask everybody that comes on the show to think of a conversation that created a turning point for them. So I can't wait to hear what yours is. Because it could be absolutely blooming anything. <laughs> it could be anything. There's a few, but I think one conversation that was a big turning point for me was, this is pre-laughter, actually. I used to belong to a program called the Entrepreneur Circle. I'm not sure if you've heard of them. Oh, but, yeah, um, Mr. Bottrell. Yeah. But that's him. Yeah, so Nigel, I was listening to one of his podcasts. So it was, it was a bit one-way, one-sided um, conversation. But he was talking about Ern Nightingale, the power I always get this next bit wrong, but anyway, it's an audio about the the power of the mind. And before then, I didn't really know much about 
sort of positive mindset. And so I literally sort of just listened to this 30 minute audio and it just blew my mind to just actually, it was all about, you know, what you put into your mind, how you program your mind is what you become. And it all about the visualization, goal setting. And it just was a massive game changer for me because actually all of a sudden that was the start of my self-development journey and all of a sudden I, you know my bookcase is covered in you know goal setting and being the best I can be the seven day the habits of you know successful people all, all of the classics basically but it all we'll came put from five that. in the morning then yes ones. yeah Yes. Yeah. They're the ones. Yeah. 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 So, uh, <laughs> funny enough, I'm not up at five every morning though, you know, but you, you feel the difference though. It's like the same, the same as the laughter. You know, I laugh every day for 10 minutes on clubhouse and I'll be honest, don't tell anyone, Wendy, but this morning I didn't because the guys, if you can hear them in the background that are doing the building work outside that I let in at the same time as my clubhouse was supposed to be on and I didn't do it. And did I feel the difference? I didn't laugh this morning. I did. I just felt my energy level was a lot lower. And it's just really interesting that, you know, how, you know, you if you need miss... daily fix. You do need your fix. Thank you very much, because I'm getting it now. <laughs> <laughs> See, all things happen for a reason. You had a party to go to. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so would you say that my positive mindset has been the turning point for you in as much as opening your mind and the possibilities of so much more. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And and just the fact the visualization as well. I mean, there, there's that you know, we visualized this house that we live in now. We visualized we went to America for a month and visualized that two years prior. Yeah, when, once you first visualize something that then manifests itself, it's just pretty spooky to be fair and like some of the stuff so it's so a quick story so my daughter is 10 now but when we were six we did a vision board together and she wanted to swim with dolphins was one thing learn to read a book like learn to read more so i say learn to ride a bike and then there was also a slide a water slide because she, she knew that we were going to america she's like i want to go on a water slide two years later we revisited that vision board and we were looking at it and i said oh well you've done the dolphins because papa my, my wife's dad lives in um, elat in israel so we could swim with dolphins there so that was a tick the bike the thing and then we looked at the water slide and neela said to me she's like daddy that's the actual slide we went on at the water park where mummy went to warner brothers studio for the day and i took the kids to the water park and i was just like no and then i googled it and it was the actual slide that we went on out of a choice of what 15 slides in this one water park in you know obviously in america there's hundreds of water parks and i just like looked at her she looked at me and we just like mind was just like how Whoa. mad just yeah, it was that just... one the chances the chances exactly happening. exactly and just knowing that you know, if you want something that badly, it will manifest itself if you mm. believe in it. No, I think it's right. We have a tradition in our house. We don't do New Year's resolutions. We actually do a memory mm. board. So what memories do we want to make this year? And there's three of us in the house. There's, there's four of us in the family. That's growing. And there's usually three or four things on this board that we want to do. And we feel pretty good if we've achieved two. Recently, it's been harder to do some of those things. But it's the memories that I think keep you going when you look back. Definitely. So then Definitely. every year you, you reset and you're always pushing for something more. Yeah, yeah, celebrating as well. I've got a load of champagne corks here that basically every time we open a champagne bottle to celebrate something, we write on the cork. So this one here was when Chloe did the London Marathon in 2018. So we wrote on that. So it means that when you open your champagne, 
you then open the, this and you start just looking back at some of the other stuff and you think, well, actually, that was when we got a new office. That was when we got a new house. That was when our daughter got into the school we wanted to. So it's just a really nice way of celebrating, you know, just good things. And it doesn't have to be big things either. You know, like, I mean, Neela getting into the school that we wanted her to get into was was choice of two in the area and it was the better one that she got into but we celebrated or, or was it just an excuse to drink champagne i you know, I was know. just thinking of how many excuses i could find <laughs> <laughs> certainly this week i could exactly. find one big excuse <laughs> can you guess what it is is it is it your birthday oh, i think it's my birthday <laughs> But strangely, I do keep my corks and I've made cork boards. I've made a blackboard with a pin board cork around it. And champagne corks I do keep. And I usually put uh, the year, I find a silver coin with the year mm-hmm. that we popped it. And I put that, you know, it's like the old fashioned, put the coin in the top of the cork bottle. But I've never thought of writing on the what the memory was. So, you yeah, know, yeah. it's taken it one step further for me. You're Brilliant. welcome. I, I took it from someone else. Don't worry, I'm just passing it forward. That's how it is. Uh, there is like... nothing wrong with paying it forward. We will pay it yeah. forward all the while. Now, I know that before we came on air, we had a little chat chat and you very kindly offered me a birthday present and I said I really I only need memories and this is going to be a great memory for me so I did say to you that if you wanted to gift something to the audience that you could put an offer out for somebody to have a laughter session with you so it's got to be a first come first served get in there get in touch with us and how would you want them to do that, Pete? Well, I, I think it'd probably be best, Wendy, to go through you, do you think? Yeah, I think that would no be the problem. best way to do it. It's obviously your audience. So if they, if they want to have a free session, then I would love to give that to obviously you, Wendy, for your, for your big seven. I, I want to say seven, then zero, but that ain't going to work now, is it? Because you've got seven candles no, and you've got no, zero. No. Um, so 30. So your 30th birthday, is that better? Yeah. Plus fat and custom duty. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so if you're listening to this and and you're like even a little bit intrigued into like, wait there, how how have these two just laughed all the way through this this whole episode? And and why am I laughing listening to to these two two people chatting about laughter? Well, that's because laughter is so infectious and it's so powerful. So, what we'll do um, then, Pete, is we'll come up with a code word. And we'll release it at the very end of the episode and you've got to get in touch with a code word. You can tell me after we finish. Deal? Okay. Yeah, that sounds like a deal. I love a bit of intrigue. (laughs) Pete, there's only one thing that I can say to you now, which is thank you so much for joining me for my birthday episode. I really, really have loved having you on. And if people want to carry on the conversation, where are they going to find you hanging out and giggling? So best best place to come and find me at my website, which is petecan.com. So that's C-A-N-N for November. Brilliant stuff. Thanks so much, Pete. See you soon. Happy birthday. Cheers. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. (laughs) See, Neil's got a silent laughter, look. Hot in the 
Well, that was Pete Can, and you had to listen right the way to the very end for the very special birthday gift. And that is that you need to email us with the word candle. Now, you know how many candles that I need, but I don't need you to actually email or message us with that many candles. Just one will do. And we'll be picking a winner and we'll let you know in next week's episode. Listening back to that myself, it's going to keep me filled up for a long time. And I do hope that you'll carry on not just the conversation, but the laughter and reach out to Pete. He really does know his stuff. And did you listen out for that code? Do get in touch. We're waiting by the inbox. Next week, mm, we're going to be carry on with that reasons to be cheerful because we're going to be talking about engineering your marketing with Ros Conkey. If you're going to design a marketing machine, you start with a specification. What does your marketing machine need to deliver? Well, it needs to churn out long-term loyal customers. So who specifically are those long-term loyal customers? And that's why we start with an ideal customer.